Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Madrid's Boulevard, it's Paul and Ray. Hi, Z. I think it is too, especially seeing as your voice is back this Hello, week. Hello, ladies. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be. Uh, I was listening back to last week's podcast because I always like to give myself a little air check. Oh, yes, definitely. Sit yourself down. You know what I love most about the air check? For those of you that don't know uh, who haven't worked in radio, an air check is basically when the boss comes in and takes you through a few breaks. They'll listen to them. They'll tell you what you did right and what you did wrong. Do you know what I love about the air check? When some program director in an overly tight pair of pants sits down and tells you that a break wasn't funny and you've never heard him be funny in his life. Correct. Also, the worst is that when, you know, they, they'll turn around and they'll just go, uh, let's just listen to this one here. As if, <laughs> yeah, he just like, picked it out of thin like, air. If they're not all gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, firstly, you're stitching mm. me up here. Secondly, yep. Now, you won't be aware of this, dear podcaster, but may I convey to you the beauty before my eyes. Yeah. You're on the telly this morning. Morning, but you just a revision. Look at your oh, look at what? your hair. Oh yes, it's a little overly straight from the Today Show this morning. I thought, well, I'm just going to go to the gym, so I'm not going to wash it. So I've left it like this. I did, however, take the whore's makeup off. <laughs> the TV makeup artist loves. We've spoken about this before on the podcast. Really loves to just pile it on. I've had to go really specific in my instructions now yeah. because the idea of natural is clearly different to them than it is to the normal lay person. Natural on camera means set the makeup gun to haul, which but, but, I have but, said but before. But you always look beautiful on the TV. Mm, Do you think you look a little tanned? I don't think I look tanned so much as they sort of overdo the eye. So the big thing in the makeup arena in the television makeup is putting a little shadow and a little liner underneath the eye. Oh. Which to me, when you're a lady with dark features, makes you look like you haven't slept in about four and a half months. <laughs> well, I think you look beautiful. Oh, thank you. I That's because you're... I'm clean faced now. I've scrubbed it off with a little scour. But we have to deal with something from last week's podcast. There was yes. a, there was a little reaction on the internet. Mm. Somebody reached out, decided to uh, to do an at Paul and Rach, an mm. at Rachel Corbett, an mm. at PM on air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now he seemed to believe mm. that I love you. <laughs> <laughs> you do love me. No, I do love you. But he seemed to sort of put it in this like, I think Paul Murray secretly loves Rachel yeah. Corbett. Now, I love Rachel. But Rachel and I made a mistake five years ago and have promised to never <laughs> sleep together again. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. It pains me to say this, but we must talk about that f- black and blue dress. Oh, thank God. You got, <laughs> oh, I don't understand. I just think... I am more fascinated in what obsesses the world than that individual thing. Yeah, yeah. In that it's like, why did that take off? I know, I know. And is it a left side, right side brain thing? Is that what's going on here? I don't know if it's a cones and rods issue. (laughs) I don't know if it's a left brain, right brain issue. I don't even know how, you know, you think like that was a tweet by just a random person at the shops who took a photo of a dress and the two friends thought it was a different colour. How does Kim Kardashian get a hold of that? You know what I mean? Like where is the six degrees of Kevin Bacon that gets to Taylor Swift or Obama and also haven't you people got better things Correct. to do with your time this is the thing I'm so sick of 
particularly the politician, mm. showing, oh, I'm up with what the kids are into. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, here's yeah. my opinion on the dress. Yeah. It's all a bit of fun. It's like, no, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want you to be too busy. I also, even if you're not Obama, even if you're a Kim Kardashian or a Taylor Swift, I want you to, I know you're not above it. I mean, that much is clear. But I just want you to, you know, I mean, you have millions of dollars. Shouldn't you be Scrooge McDucking or something? Like, yeah. you know, swimming through your coins? Shouldn't you be... Shouldn't you be liberally applying baby oil to your <laughs> beautiful ass? However, what did you see? I saw blue. What? No, it was white and gold. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Get the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Can I ask a technical question of you in Paul and Rach's tech time? <laughs> This is going to be the shortest segment ever if you're asking for my advice because I'm going to say that the answer is going to be I don't know, but I am willing to give it a crack. Are you on Snapchat? No. All right, so, so Snapchat is... A uh, waste of time. Correct. <laughs> this has been Paul and Rach's Tech Time. <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. There's a new fashion craze in town, P. Mazzarino. What? Armani at Milan Fashion Week has released a thing called the Skegging, which is a skirt slash legging. Isn't it's that a, a private school? <laughs> no, it is. Skegs is a private school. But skeggings are um, like pants and skirts in one. Apparently, it's the new craze. Forgive me. Yeah. But this is what? The exercise pant that's been sewn into the dress. Well, this was a very 80s look. Have a little gurgle of the word skeggings. Oh, <laughs> S G <laughs> No C K K E yep. G G uh, uh, I N G S Yeah. Oh, what's your Wi Fi password? <laughs> 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 oh, oh wow, okay. Yes, I'm looking at skeggings now. Why is this a thing? Well, because it went down the catwalk in Milan. Fashion designers must really just rub their hands together and glee at night time. They could send a beautiful girl covered in steaming turd down the runway and somebody would ride it up as the next great fashion And people trend. say, what are you wearing? The answer, me. <laughs> oh, yuck. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Rach, I don't know if you saw the movie uh, Minority Report. Love that movie. Okay, now you're aware... Pre-crime. 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 Okay, serious question for Mm. you. New South Wales state election, guess what Mike Baird, the Premier of New South Wales, announced today? Essentially... Pre-crime. Got my vote. Got my... So what what, what they're going to do is apparently if the police assume that you are about to do something, they can intervene and arrest you to therefore stop the crime happening. Okay, that's not pre-crime. That's guesswork. Where are the pre-cogs? Where's the amniotic fluid that they all go in that they're hooked up to where it comes up on the screen and then Tom Cruise comes in with his flash gloves and the little red ball that comes out and shows who's going to die or who's going to murder them? Where's all that business? Well, okay, that's that's for the second week of the campaign. (laughs) Okay. That's going to be the reveal. Till then, yeah, police have apparently got it. They're just literally like, okay, we know they've got guns, we know they've said this, so we're going to catch them on the way to committing the crime and it becomes a thing. But pre-crime, it's a real thing. That's not pre-crime. That's sort of crime. That's mere crime. Okay. That's maybe crime. Okay, we can't have ambiotic fluid. <laughs> we don't have enough money to fill potholes. Get the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. 
Rach, nothing fascinates us, like checking in whether we're normal or not. Oh, yeah, I'd love to know whether I'm normal. Now, as we know, the world of Fifty Shades of Grove, discussed it a couple of times, mm. uh, people getting saucy, all the rest of it. Well, survey out from the Australian Study of Health and Relationships, mm-hmm. where, I don't know, at the end of the bed, they just stood there with a the little clicker. Yeah, they're like the Pons Institute in lingerie. Yeah, correct, mm. correct. And mm. what I think is wonderful is just like, you know, when they're measuring a uh, cars in a street, yeah. they put a little sensor on the bed and they can tell, there you go. What's going on? I wonder if they get out the clicky wheel, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. I love the clicky wheel. I love the clicky wheel. Oh, it's great. It, me- it measures kilometres or something, doesn't it, every time it clip- clicks, well, I if think? It, if it was kilometres, it would be a very big wheel. <laughs> okay, a metre. Imagine literally pushing a <laughs> kilometre in diameter. <laughs> okay, clearly I've buggered that one up. No, no, but- f- this. We're not doing better than that. <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. So anyway, about this survey. Apparently, people involved in bondage, 2.8% of the population. That's smaller than I would have thought. Well, I reckon the people are talking that up. Oh, you think? Well, I don't think there's a secret 40% of the population that likes whips and chains. No, but 2% of the population, what does that equate to in Hang quick on, maths? Hang on, let's do a matter 23 uh, million. 23 million. How many art people are in Australia now? Because I will forevermore believe there are 16 million people in Australia because that's what I learnt in school. Okay, there's a population clock on the Australian Bureau of Statistics website. Ooh. I'll tell you exactly how many people okay. live here right now. If this is an exciting <laughs> audio for you, then okay, Australia's population yeah. is 23,763,458 mm. people. Okay, so 2% of that is 475,000 people. I mean, I would have assumed maybe that's actually that's the population of uh, Darwin, isn't it? Yes. That makes sense. Dar- that's all of them. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. Before we move on, I'd just like to say that I have endowed Darwin with a population four times its size. There's actually only 136,000 people there. But anyway, you know this podcast isn't really one for facts. Keep the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Um, how many... It was a segment called Questions for Paulie. <laughs> okay. But... And I'm sorry... I've committed to only answering (laughs) in formatted areas. (laughs) All right, well, let's do questions for Paulie. Great idea. Question one and question the end. How many times do you have to meet somebody or spend time with somebody before they can get away with ignoring you in public? Uh, Zero. Do you think? If you've met them once, you can't be ignored. Really? Absolutely. Okay. See, sometimes I have difficulty. You know this after working with me for a number of years, is that I will often assume people don't know who I am, even if I've met them 55,000 hey, hey, times. Hey, 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 What? You're beautiful. <laughs> you, know, you know, and and through yeah. the process of doing all of those interviews and stuff that we do when we're doing radio shows, you know, you always end up in the communal area waiting for the celebrities together and everybody chats and things, and in those environments... When I'm with other co-hosts and I'm, I guess I'm in my uniform, then I think, okay, I say hello to people because clearly I'm supposed to be there. But the other day I was at the shops and came up the escalators. Fantastic. Now, I've met this person a number of times, a number of times. And in a lot of those pre-interview style scenarios, 
We've had chats. She knows my name. But she gave me a bit of a look and look away. Oh, you're kidding me. No. See, this this then falls back on me because I'm the type of person that thinks, you see, she doesn't know who I am. But then the reality is I know damn well no, she no, knows No, she knows who, who you are. She knows who you are. She's just gone, mm, not now. Can't be bothered. Look, she may have had some irritable bowel syndrome that day. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. We always assume the worst in people. Yes, that's We always true. think that they're just going, oh, pfft, Corbett, mm, whatever. Mm. Maybe she had uh, an itch. Do you, or an most itch. likely she <laughs> was just ignoring you. Do you do that to people? What, look and look away? Yeah. No, if I look... If, I mean, there will be moments where my most peripheral of vision... Mm. Very well exercised muscles from perving, so I can see... Right. Right out yeah. on, on the horizon, yeah. okay? If I have turned my head, we're in. But the easy way out is it's just a simple nod and you just go, G'day, mate, keep going. But see, then I hesitate. I don't have the commitment because I, I'm so unsure of myself in the moment about whether I have to stop down, whether it's rude. Was I, she on an escalator? She was on an escalator. That's perfect because you're not going to get stuck talking to them. No, the I- other way, you can just go, G'day, <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is that... She didn't even acknowledge. She just looked caught sight of me, and I could see because I've done that to people before. Do you I want go- me to go to war with this, Sheila? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, you want me to? Okay, because you know I've tried to give you a couple of outs here. Yeah, yeah. You want me to get shitty on your behalf? <laughs> yes, I do. All right, <laughs> this person who I know is considered to be a lovely little one of the Australian <laughs> television and radio industry. Yeah. You dissed my mate Corbett, and sweetie, this isn't over. You're listening to Paul and Rach. I feel like we talk about this every few weeks, but it is genuinely one of the great unresolved moments of my life, Mm. which is, uh, do I follow the lead of Pamela Anderson and get fake? Cans. Yes. (laughs) Or do I follow her lead and get off Facebook? She has quit Facebook. Ta-da, see you later, gone, goodbye, and she's gone onto Instagram, where all of her settings are now super personal. It's that, you know, we can't follow her unless she allows you to follow. So she's she's shut down her social media world to be a tight little ball of feelings. Wow. Now, what I find amazing about this is while every person has earned their right to privacy, yes. once you pose in Playboy, once you've got married in a bikini on the beach to Kid Rock... Mm, once there's a sex tape out there of you doing all manner of naughty things that none of us need to see... It's kind of hard to put shit back in the horse, don't you yes, think? Yes, absolutely. To put the genie back in the bottle, yeah. if you will. It's out there now. Well, that's it. Once, I mean, as you say, once there's a sex tape out there... Yeah. I mean, to me, I think that you, the, the, the way you go is, is that you go Tommy Lee. Where you don't go crazy, but, but you're just like, you know what? I've got nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. to hide. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether she's... Done it for her kids. I can't fault her for that. Yeah, but yeah. there is this very strange thing about somebody who's posed nude who then wants to be all shushy and private. Mm. I mean, it seems a bit born-again virgin to me. You know what I mean? It's like, if the cherry's been popped, the cherry's been popped, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, very true. Get the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Rach, I'm a huge house of cards Mm. Fan season's just out. Binged it, watched it, done it all. Okay, oh, what it are we up to now? Three Friday. Yeah, season three came out on Friday. I watched it all. Done. Finished. Wow. Gone in less than a week. Very exciting. Wow. But there is a trend that is in this show that is indicative of one of the things I hate most about television and the movies. It's when clearly actresses don't want to be seen nude, so they have a little ruse. 
Yep. And then oh, they fall off the partner and then pull the sheets straight up under oh, their chin. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if anyone else does that, <laughs> but it's not my experience no. of how it works. No, no. One is never that demure, you no. know. There is a whole lot of things which we have spoken about on previous podcasts that happen in and around and after the act of sexual intercourse. Mm. Congress, please. Congress, apologies. That nobody ever documents because they're just not screen-worthy. You know, yeah, they're correct. not pretty. They're not attractive. Nobody lies and grabs their sheet. I mean, you've just had your boobs out and bits going in bits. What, now the modesty kicks in? Yeah, oh, no, you can't look. Oh, you couldn't possibly look at me after you have... <laughs> but while I know that you are a fan of the mish, stated. Yeah, yeah, stated. stated okay. yep. Are you a fan of how much light... How much you like? You like it all blazing. You like a studio star scenario. You like a natural sunlight. You well, like nothing. What, see, what's, what's doing? We're in my early days, and I think that this is the case of most people. When you're sort of not a hundred percent comfortable with your performance, there's a tendency to go lights out because yeah. then you can be, you know, whatever you want to be. Then, as you grow up and you sort of get more comfortable with things, your lights on, your daylight, it's no drama at all. I find now, not because I'm I'm nervous or I'm insecure or anything. I'm enjoying the lights out again. Really? Yeah, I feel like I've gone lights on for a while and it's time to mix it up. I'm liking a bit of the sort of, ooh, I can't see you. Where are you? <laughs> What's this eye over here? You could be anyone. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, au. When do you think it's a good time to go... Invest in the property market? I don't know. <laughs> it depends how liquidated in assets you are. To go toilet in front of a partner. Mm, interesting question. Here's a few things, a few elements of the, this question. The first is, and I mean, we're going to get a little lowbrow here, so if you are a highbrow person, you're probably not listening to this podcast. You but... gave up in episode 12. <laughs> exactly. And and you lasted a long time. Um Passing wind mm. in front of a partner, for me, is never a really short. I think once you get to a certain level of confidence, for me, that's never very long. I think to myself, well, look, there's... You've met people. Hello, my name's Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable. You know, I think it's weird to hold off. You know what I find the weirdest thing is? And I don't know whether we've ever had a chat about this, so I don't know whether this is the case that you've experienced, but people who don't have never passed wind in front of their partner. I, I, one of my best mates is this. What is like, no, going no, mate, on? I can't, you know. I said, what do you mean you can't? What do you mean you can't? I have good like, friends. Nobody's saying you have to invite people into the bathroom. No. But it's just like... It's just, who cares? But I think to myself about, uh, I have a girl, some girlfriends of mine who have been married for years, years, and have never passed wind in front. And they will go to the bathroom. Or go, I go, the, the, the process involved with leaving, with going and finding somewhere private, sometimes you can't. If, what are you going to hold it in that's painful? Like why everybody does this? Why are we thinking that somebody, if somebody turns around to you and says, I can't be with you anymore after you fight. Break up with yeah, them. Yeah, see you later. No, goodbye. And more often than not, the women won't pass wind in front of them, but the dudes were just like on the back door bugle all the oh, time. Oh, correct. But how hilarious is that? The kind of is nothing funnier than after somebody leaves the room and then your mate goes, oh, 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 all day, mate. All day. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Hang on. There's a wasp. Oh. 
I'm not moving. Oh, oh no, it's in. It's in. There's a wasp in here. Oh, there's a wasp. There's a wasp. Okay. Oh, God. These things are so evil. This is why I had the windows shut. <laughs> oh, shit. Is it coming in here? Is it going to get pissed off if you hit it? Oh, my God. I can see it's getting angry. You are the most masculine I've ever seen you right now. <laughs> it's chasing me! Oh my god. Out the window. Yeah! Check you later! That's going in the podcast. <laughs> Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Sorry about that, guys. Just had to save Rachel's life. <laughs> that was really scary. There was there was a wasp. There was. There was. Um, and it was... Do you know what I don't like about wasps? You know the little dangly bits that they have? It looks like a little pair of legs. Like they're an evil little person that's got wings and is just flying around with what, the little legs like dangling. Sort of poison midget yes. sort of... Uh... It's frightening. It's really frightening. Paulie, have we all been had when it comes to I'm a celebrity, get me out of here? And that I... it's entertaining. <laughs> Uh, yes, quite incredibly so. And I'm sorry, you know what breaks my little heart too? Oh. Is Shark Tank Australia. Because I love me the American version. Like yeah. it's it's probably Shani and I's favourite show to watch once a week. It's really cool. Are they impressive inventions? Yeah, and... but it's all too small scale. Like the American right. one, it's all of the sharks are billionaires. And right. they're all famous and they're all really nasty if they need to be. They're really tough. Yep. The Australian one, they're nice and they're all millionaires. I don't get me wrong. I'd like to be one. Yeah. But eh. I saw somebody offer somebody in that show $2 for half the company. I there, mean, there you, go. This, you know, this is really small fry, unimpressive shit. Yeah, you know? just, and, you know, I know there was that one where they just flogged it all the time talking about, you know, the, the esky that also had the cricket uh, stumps on it. Right. I don't, know, I don't even remember what they got. Has there been anything impressive or not really? No. 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 See, this is disappointing. The I'm a celebrity get me out of here thing um, that I, I've, I've barely watched it every time. I turn it on. Lies. <laughs> no, that's... your fox to like you fall to the brim. <laughs> Episode seventeen: Jungle Fever. Ooh! All that ever seems to happen is that they're sitting around talking at the campsite I or the... eating shit. Yeah, correct. You know, I really do think we've been fooled into thinking that it's some kind of game show when in reality I think it's just a weight loss show. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I still don't even know how people have voted off the island. Or the, no I idea. I still don't even know what qualifies them as celebrities. No idea. But every single day there seems to be a news story about Chrissy Swan dropped three dress mm. sizes. Is she crying yet? No, I think she's cried a bit. Oh, I think she's... I, if there's ever, ever a person who any time she gets anywhere near little bits of mm, trouble, mm. if anyone starts to pass a little judgy-judgy... Mm. Okay, sweetie, guess huh? what? You can't smoke when you're pregnant. <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. No dudes can be a-holes. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> I was on the beach the other day and heard these three guys talking about the chicks that they were currently involved with. Of course. And, I mean... Let me guess. They all respect them. Oh, like you wouldn't believe. We all, as women, have been 
on the receiving end of this. You know, no one is immune from the asshole behavior of an, of the opposite sex. Same goes with dudes and girls, you know. Uh, more often than not, though, I think girls are probably a bit more open to the idea of a relationship than some guys are. So sometimes, you know, they throw themselves in a little bit. Dudes aren't really up for that much, so they back away a little bit. So usually they get a little hurt. Okay, a few things there. Yes. A lot of generalizations. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree completely. I took out a big tart brush and just brushed it all over everybody. All men have this feeling. All men. So I'm sitting down listening to these people. And, you know, when you're listening to this conversation, there is a part of you at a woman who, as a woman who knows you've been the person on the receiving end of this before, but you're just happy to not be. So I'm listening to these guys on the beach, and one of them is sort of, you know, one of those, oh, I'm so amazing kind of blokes. And he's like, yeah, uh, they're talking about some bird, let's call her... Josie. Uh, I don't know where that name came from. I'm impressed. Are we working our way through all 60s <laughs> cartoon characters? <laughs> Betty, Wilma? So he was like, yeah, first time I met Josie, I grabbed her on the ass, and mm. she thought, and I'm like, okay, you're dead to me already, you moron. And he's like, yeah, she's been calling me all the time. And they were like, oh, are you going to see her? Are you going to catch up with her? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I just think I'll just probably ignore her and maybe like talk to mm. her. Like, what? Can I apologise to all the women of the world that these men exist? Seriously. And I've told you this before. If you are mildly attractive, mm. give a nerd a go. Because yes. I know that there's all this chiseled ab, you know, you know, European car driving yeah, yeah, wonderment yeah. around. Mm. You want a guy who's going to be... A little crazy. Let's not pretend. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, he's going to be—he's going to be a very loyal puppy. He'll mm. follow you around, mm. but he also might shit on the carpet. <laughs> Give a nerd a go. You're listening to Paul and Rach. I'm having a slight issue at the moment with housemates that take so long in the shower that there is no hot water left for me. See, I've been thinking about this all week. Mm-hmm. How many strikes do these people need? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, before it's, it's time to go out on my own. Oh, no, no, pump them. Just pump. get see you later. Get right. rid of them. Out with the old in with I the new. I want you living alone in a three bedroom unit. <laughs> Barely making ends meet, eating uh portions of dust from the corner of my carpet. Think of it as a social experiment. We're gonna check in on you each week. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> All right. I am just at that stage where I'm I'm have I'm I'm at my fourth cold shower in four days. That's appalling. The good thing is it's hot at the moment, so I'm not hating it as much as in winter when it happens fairly frequently. Okay, so so you all obviously get up at the same time, or does it take eight hours to reheat? No, it takes a fair while to reheat, but generally we're kind of all evening showers. I'm not much of a morning shower person, so that I think there's only one of the three of us that's a morning shower person. But the, the other thing that's getting us you is... You know, I have issues with the evening shower. What do you mean? Well, I don't mind that you do an evening shower, but you have to have a shower in the morning. No, see, okay, here you is... Have, you, okay, you have, you have rolled yourself in Saturn-esque... Uh, uh, Cleanliness, because I washed before I got into the bed. What, and you don't think skin cells fall off a bed? What, but skin cells are better than people that don't have a nighttime shower, get in the bed filthy, roll around the sheets in their filth, and then wake up and have a morning shower while their filth festers for the rest of the day inside the warmth of their doona. I'll give you that. (laughs) Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Oh, apparently Madonna's coming back to Australia. She won't come. She'll, I reckon she's putting it out there. She's cancelled 85 times on the thing. But let's be honest, she's not going to be able to make it out here. <laughs> yeah. There is no way. Like, Are there um, access ramps at all of this the is it, arenas? Just, seriously. <laughs> what, I mean, come on. Mm. Like, like, 
I, and I know that she'll go to a stadium and everyone will be like, yeah, woo, it's like we're 17 again. Mm. She's 50 wearing fishnets. Yeah, I know. Are they, I mean, fishnets I don't think look good on a woman in prime age, let alone a woman who is as sinewy and on the way down as Madonna. It's just When do you think she'll give up? Or do you think this is sort of part of her performance art is to slowly but surely melt in front of our eyes? Yeah, no, she... I, I saw an interview with her uh, and Dickie Wilkins where, you know, Dickie asked that question, that inevitable question of... Um, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> I like Richard Wilkins, I'm sorry. <laughs> she, he asked, you know, why the need to constantly reinvent invent yourself she wasn't terribly impressed with that because she said, look, I'm not reinventing myself. I'm just evolving as oh, an artist oh, and I'm moving on. And But, you know, like... Lady if, Gaga's taking your shit, darling. Well, She's this doing is it. it better. And the thing is that, you know, everybody, I mean, doctors and nurses and, and lawyers evolve in their career too, but then they retire. Yeah, correct. You know, they get to a stage where evolution is done, they've done all they can do, and then they think, you know, and she's got so much money in the bank. Yeah. And has she really wheeled out anything of, you know, critical or uh, musical note I mean, late? I mean, look, it's not that I want to turn her into, you know, wearing a gold lame dress, Shirley Bassey style, just standing in the middle of yeah, yeah. blokes dancing, mm. but it's the hypersexuality. That's yes. completely unnecessary. Yes. She can still do the concerts. She can still bounce around, you know, mm. but the whole, the, it's the hypersexuality thing that's really weird because, not because women in their 50s aren't desirable, rah, mm. rah, rah. It's just she's not desirable anymore. Yeah, but it's There's just... nothing about her that you want to cross the street for as a bloke. Yeah, I mean, it gets to a certain age to where, you, I mean, you know I'm not one of those people who thinks that your sexual life should be on display, but it gets to a certain age where if you're still having sex, spectacular, you know, because the majority of the narrative is past a certain point, you're not getting any anymore, everything's dried up. Now, if you are one of those lucky people that's still getting some and getting one away, fantastic for you. Keep it to yourself. You, no, see, I'll put this right out there. Old folks home, 50 years time, oh. you're on the mish. Oh, I'm on the mish. You will never give it up. <laughs> but if I don't give it up, I mean, he's hoping I don't give it up. But I'm not going to be going down to show and tell at the nursing home and saying over scones and Devonshire tea, everybody, guess what happened with me and Reginald the other day in the laundry room? Well, she won't tell you, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Now, Rachel, of course, you know my loyalties, my love, my job is over at Sky News. Mm. So I don't care much for the Q&A program. Oh, yes, of course. um, But... I am so bored of every single Tuesday, the Herald or the Guardian or any of these websites, did you see what happened last night? Yes. There's always some bullshit controversy. Mm -hmm. Like today, it's an English actress rolled into town, you know, licked her finger and worked out a few people don't like Tony Abbott, so called him a tit on television. (laughs) It's it's on the... Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting to sad state when we're sort of, you know, I get movie reviews, I get certain television reviews and that kind of stuff. You know, when we're giving kind of a Q&A style thing, a three to five stars sort oh. of review every day, but it does just, get a little boring. But what shits me is, is it shits me that it's the only show on television where anyone's talking about stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, have you seen Footy Classified? Isn't it funny how the tweet on your Q&A has become such a coveted thing? Oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, yes, correct. Sitting there, and everybody, you just think you got mentioned. Yeah. Oh. 
And if you, I mean, good on you if you can get in there over like your Claire Bowditch, uh, who are, you know, there's there's a Hilda certain Brand will get a run. Hilda Brand gets a run all the time. There's your certain stock standard tweeters that always get the run up there. But it's become this sort of competition to sit there and get your name up on telly on the Twitter. I've got a tip. Yeah. Uh, you just write hashtag Q&A, I hate Tony Abbott. <laughs> You'll probably get on <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. Usually we go through and talk about a whole bunch of things. We've got our little points that we throw in. There's a few things that we're not going to get to that I just thought I'd throw out and sort of do a bit of a, um, what do you call it? Spring clean? Yeah, a little spring autumn clean. clean. An autumn clean. This is just the um, Paul and Rach trash can. Stuff Oops. that was going to make it into the podcast. Isn't going to, but now the mere fact that I'm bringing it up means it is going to make it into the podcast. I, I'm all in. The Kardashians have been paid $100 million for another three seasons. Oh, no. How are we still paying these? I watched an episode of Courtney and Chloe do the Hamptons or whatever their new series is. They played croquet for 20 minutes. They have no content left. There's nothing. There is nothing left. How are we still paying these people millions of dollars to watch them do nothing? Because that family has two people who are changing gender. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Who's the, the second dad one? is becoming a woman. Yeah. And Chloe's a bloke. Oh, no. She does have a touch of the tranny about her. She's got an Adam's apple. <laughs> she does have a touch of the tranny. The other thing I was going to talk about was this vag surgery craze that's coming up in the news again where people are going and getting a nip on the t- and a tuck to make their vag look, you know, decent. Your vag looks like it looks. Just leave it alone. You know, they're all different shapes and sizes. Don't worry about it. Don't yeah. go Don't go and get your bits sewn up. That's just weird. But when do you decide this is the case? When, when does one visually mm. look and go... And again, if anybody just like the farting in a relationship thing, if anybody was to say to you, don't know about your vag love, see you later. Yeah, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you later. That was just my last bits. I like it. Keep the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. And sadly, our little adventure in your ears is over for yet another week. We'll see you again same time next week. See you on the telly on Sky News, Monday through Friday, mm. 9 o'clock. Rachel Corbet. Yeah. Where do we see you this week? Uh, got some project? Got some Today Show? What's, uh, what's happening? Did the project last week. We'll be back on the Today Show again next week. Uh, Remy and the Daily Telly next week as oh, well. Look at you uh, everywhere. Bits and pieces. You are everywhere. Uh, I'm like a rash. All right. Now, <laughs> uh, speaking of, Club International. Oh, yes. Makes its final appearance. I promise, final appearance. Okay. Sight unseen, you are going to read a descriptor of the story in and around Lucy and Victor. Oh, goodness. This is where we get Rachel to read a story from a lad's mag. She turns around, she takes out the dirty bits and replaces it with a code word. This week's code word is... Wet one. <laughs> Wet ones? Wet ones. Is this because you're a father and they are a big part of your life right now? Oh, absolutely. Wipes. <laughs> wipes, 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 All right, wet ones. This could be a bad yeah, safe I'm just word, saying, I'm trying to think. This is probably not the definition of a safety. What about wasp? Wasp. Okay, we've had a little wasp issue during the middle of the podcast. Okay, Let us... no pre-read, straight into it. Okay. You might say I'm what you would call waspily fixated. I mean, I really love to take it up the wasp, says Lucy, a white hot blonde showing off her finer assets. When Victor entered the room ready to attend bar, what? I got him to attend much more than that. Once I saw the signs of his wasp, I just had to have that amazing piece of male equipment up my wasp. Come on! Getting a leg up on the bar stool has never been so much fun. I love to see just how much 
I can't. <laughs> wasp up my waspy wasp. Victor was more than eager to step up and try me on for size. The fit perfect. These people are broken. See you next week. Bye. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Oh, oh, no, it's in. It's in. There's a wasp in here. Oh, there's a wasp. There's a wasp.